going on, Internet? The Black Cog here, a.k.a. TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you back to the Game Illuminati podcast. A lot is in store for episode 74. Before we get into it, let me introduce you to my co-host. The first the first of which is capable of being uh, beating any 100-hour game uh, in the blink of an eye. He's the son of Detroit. Ethos, say what up to the people. Y'all take too long to beat y'all games. What up? <laughs> and my second co-host has been too busy to beat his games but uh he's never busy to show up for the show utx 21 percent the don say what up to the people you are you know mr reliable in the house was good another week another podcast yes yes y'all and today's guest goes by four ups he's a patreon backer so we appreciate that say what up to the people shout out to social medias whatever you want man yo what's going on happy to be here follow me on ig at 4upz Hey, there you go. All right. And if you would like to appear on the next show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash GI updates. We have all different types of rewards in line for those who choose to financially support us. Link in the description box below if you're viewing the video version at youtube.com slash the black Okage. And of course, feel free to take the show on the go. The GI podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and the Google Play Store. Make sure to download our free app to get all the latest news. It's available on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search Gaming Illuminati. Keep in mind, we spell Illuminati with the word naughty and night or nice. Now, uh, let's get into the show. Uh, since the last podcast, podcast the shadow of tomb raider released uh ethos beat it i beat it last night but jg didn't so we're talking first impressions uh you're actually the newest to the game jay so i'm gonna give you the floor on this one what are you what's the good and the bad and the ugly on tomb raider for you uh so far um well i know ethos i believe you played it on pc as well but i know that you uh that you tba played it on the xbox one x most um, powerful console still- <laughs> right it still feels fine uh optimization wise but when i'm streaming it i don't know man it's these squaring these games it just be looking a little buggy so it looks like the game is shit but i was hear you that it's not it's all right it's and like visually it actually looks really really good uh i'm impressed with uh with what they've done and tomb raiders always look good but i feel like they definitely stepped it up a little bit on this one so so uh technically wise besides when i stream for some odd reason that's fine um but it really just, from what I played, it feels like the previous Tomb Raiders. Um, obviously, I would have to get a little bit more into it, and y'all can obviously provide more insight on that. But just from me playing like a couple of hours, it feels more the same. Like, I'm not really seeing anything that's mind-blowing or innovative compared to the last ones. So, like, I'm going to play through it because I just like the Tomb Raider games, and I like the uh, the tombs and whatever. And there's always going to be those puzzles that you have to go through. Um, but it, yeah, it really doesn't feel too much different. I'm not saying don't get it. If you like the previous Tomb Raider games, I mean, I would assume that you would continue playing through it. But I think one thing, one thing that I noticed, like it obviously it doesn't really have anything to do with Tomb Raider period, but I was talking about during my stream, like Tomb, like Laura Croft is like a mean ass klepto, bruh. Like in the first two hours, like their story, She's like, how do you cause that stuff to happen, yo? She caused some mad destruction. I'm gonna have to pull Laura's card because uh, she owns some stuff, yo. She is she a mean ass colonizer klepto, and she needs to get checked on that. <laughs> but but other than that, man, I, I think it's cool. Um, I will look forward to playing through it, and hopefully, I beat it. I'll continue to like grind it out and play it this week. But yeah, I don't really see anything different from it, like compared to the last one. So um, I'll I'll see what y'all say. Like if y'all notice anything, like. Uh, strikingly different from the previous Tomb Raiders to this one. Okay, okay. Uh, Four, did you get a chance to play the game? No, not yet, though. Um, I'm looking forward to it, though. I was literally looking at it in the because uh, I primarily play on Xbox, so I was looking at it in the store today. So, one day. I, I saw, I would say, uh, from the outside looking in, like, uh, what's the reason that you're actually interested in it, like, picking it up one day? 
Man, I would say, because I played um, Rise as well as the um, first one, and they were both pretty solid to me. Like, it's, it's, a really, uh, it's really fluid to me. Uh, and I just love all the action and the sets. It's kind of like a, it's really like a female, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, Nathan Drake? Yeah, yeah, That's literally funny. like a female Nathan Drake, like a female Uncharted. So I, I think it's pretty solid. That's, so I already had it in my radar since like it was announced. Okay, okay. What about you, uh, Ethos? What do you think of the What do you think of the game so far? Don't give it all away because you beat it. It's cool, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there they, you they, go again. Here come the comments. Ethos what? is what so worthless on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just deleted all the notes. <laughs> oh my god! Bro. I fixed it. I fixed it. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, back button. <laughs> god damn it! Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna be helpful. Um, no. Um. I mean, it, it, it was a good, it was a good game, a solid game. Um, I enjoyed it for what it is. I do agree, like what JG, what you observed. I definitely say it's true. I don't think it compared to like the first Tomb Raider. I think Rise definitely innovated from the original Tomb Raider a lot. This one doesn't really. Shadow plays it very safe, like closer to Rise. Um, but um, from what I've gathered, there's a lot more that you can do per se um because it's weird it's like it's a very linear game if you just play it from start to like to the end of the credits yeah pretty straightforward like you can be in 12 hours like it's not that long of a game it's like just barely longer than spider-man but um it's it's like there's a lot of like side it's reminds me a little bit like um metroid like in the idea that you have to go back to other areas in order for you to like see like there's actually more there than just like where you were running originally so, like, there's definitely, like, that's what I'm right trying to do right now is, like, go back, go around, and, like, see what other places I didn't originally, uh, you know, explore. It's um, like in the last one, right, where, like, you yeah. need certain items or you need to upgrade yeah, in order to go back. Exactly, yeah. exactly. The only thing so, I would criticize yeah. that, though, with is, uh, and, like, even though you can go back and get, like, do different stuff, there's no reason to because right. I, I beat, beat the, the game and I maxed out yeah. all my weapons. Like, But I, I'd say to that point, maybe it's more of, and I, I don't know, because I'm not... I'm not like a huge Tomb Raider fan, but I do enjoy all the games. Um, I would say like it's maybe because I think like the Tomb Raider hardcore fan base, like they love like the idea of like Tomb Raiding. Right, 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 right. So like maybe it's the idea of like getting those upgrades, getting those like special. It's there if you want it. Yeah, it's there if you want it. It's like it's something there. Like am I going to complain about more content? No, of course nah, not. Never. As long as it's like it's quality done. It's like right. it's some quality. So um, yeah. Uh, uh, I'd say definitely like the biggest thing about this game is the environments, like the detail of the environments is just insane. Uh, it's probably one of the best looking games from like a environment standpoint. Um, I would say though, I think they went a little backwards on the, the character model for at least Laura. Cause I could have swore like she looks weird look, at times. Yeah. Like rises look just insane. They keep like, changing her face. Yeah, like like Rises was. I think they used some advanced technology. The same thing that um, or close to the same thing that uh, what was it? Sinua Sacrifice used for her facial scan, like to make her look like realistic as hell. Uh, they did the same thing for Rise, I think, with the actor actress for Lara. And then I think for this one, because it's a different studio, it's not Crystal Dynamics that made this game. Um, I guess they just didn't have access to that same tech, and so then Edios Mont- or what is it? Edios Montreal. Montreal. You're right. Yeah. They had, I guess they had to just use like basically like just get a 3D character artist and just have them. That's what it looked like, like a 3D character artist uh, uh, basically modeled Lara from the ground up instead of using like 3D scanning, you know, photo, photo what is it called? Phototemetry, temetry or something? I don't know. I forgot what the word was called. Tessellation? Um, no, it's like, it's what DICE does with all their games. It's called uh, photo. Technical mumbo jumbo. It, 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 it's some advanced technology that lets them take pictures and you can like basically upload to your engine direct like 
image, like high quality images of what a real life example would look like inside of the game engine without losing quality. It's really um, cool. Uh, but no, I, I, I think it's a, it's a solid game overall. Uh, I definitely, I wouldn't tell any, I would tell people to pick it up if they're definitely fans of it. Um, but, uh, I, I, JJ, I do agree with the thing about her, like going all crazy and, and stuff. This, this story is definitely like, I don't know what you got out of it, TBH, but definitely the story is it push. I think compared to the other Tomb Raiders, they try to focus on a theme for this game. And I think this theme is really like about obsession and just yeah. like constantly thinking like, I have to do it. Like, <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the chosen one. And, and, and my like, legacy. I'm like the Jonah why? had some bars. Like Jonah, Jonah Loki had some real, like some real deep, like some real good bars in there that he was like trying to tell Laura. He was like, the, you know, like not everything's about you. Like you're so obsessed about something that you're like you're basically destroying like people's lives around you, and you're just so obsessed about like the treasure and stopping Trinity that you don't stop and you don't look around like what you're the destruction you're causing. So I like that aspect. I think that's the coolest aspect of the game is just that that parallel so i would i would actually are people gonna say i put in enough effort (laughs) (laughs) i would actually uh i would say the story was actually one of my criticisms not the story was bad but just Mm -hmm. uh the game the game assumes that you played the other two games and i did but for people who haven't there are people out there who are just going to buy the third game i I like as a criticism maybe for the future maybe just put like a quick summary at the beginning of the game what happened the other two games because like when i was streaming it people were like this game looks good and i want to get it but they was like what's trinity and like what's going on like it definitely picks up literally like right after the last one uh ended so it's like it's like it is a a trilogy though right but most games most games summarize though at the beginning though still because at the end of the day, sales should matter. Like, and people are gonna, people just might be interested in the third one. Like, you never know. It's funny. Uncharted doesn't like it. Kind of does the same thing. Like, it doesn't tell you what's going yeah, on. Yeah, Uncharted never tells you one, two. Like, if you played three, you'd have no clue about what happened. It's, it's not like a criticism, just a nitpick. Like something they could have put in there for like newcomers or whatever. Um, another yeah. criticism I had. You told me the puzzles were hard, Ethos. I didn't. I never got stuck on any of the puzzles. If anything, the first puzzle you didn't get stuck on. No. I, I, I know. I'm gonna be, let me rephrase that. Let me, refla- let me rephrase that. I, was, I didn't. I didn't I breeze know, through we them. Can check some vods. No, 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 no. You can check my vods, boy. I didn't. Oh, let me finish my sentence. I, I'm not gonna say I breeze through them, but I did. I never. I never got stuck though. Like what's the name? Um, it was. It was just. I stopped. I looked around and I and I figured it out. I, I didn't. I, I thought they were gonna be harder. Basically, the first one was the one that gave me was giving me anxiety because I, I i was like just i, I couldn't figure out what i was I, like the door thing with like you had to look at the left one and i'm gonna just change, i just right. i just matched the pictures i'm gonna be honest i, I, I just <laughs> couldn't figure out what they were trying to do originally and then i was like it took me a second i was like oh okay i, I get it now but the second one was easy the oil one was easy with the snake that one was dope that one um, was just annoying because like there was so many lines on the screen it was hurting my eyes that that one was easy for me but the one that was frustrating was the the wind one and it wasn't because it was difficult it was just i kept falling as long that is okay that's, that's another biggest, criticism yeah the camera I, angles in this game the the not in the camera angles i swear to god i and i know because i saw you streaming it and the same shit happens to you you know when you try to jump as laura to a uh, ledge and for whatever reason she just doesn't grab it or she that's the camera the angle like you're not jumping and you, you're hitting she, side on the analog stick and she won't go the way you want she just does not do it and it's so annoying because it was just like this in rise because i could have sworn rise i had the same issue where like i would jump and i knew i had it and laura would just like act like she missed it and she would fall off and die and i happened to be like i died 10 times in a row because of that um stuff yeah. So like that, yeah, that junk was annoying. That that was the one part where like I was seriously getting annoyed by the game. Like, but and it I, I, was I would say I would honestly say it's probably the best looking game of the year, and I played it on damn Xbox. Uh, 
But I kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of agree with JG. It's more as the same, and that's okay. I mean, it's the third game in the entry. I wasn't looking for anything mind blowing. I was just playing for the story. I would say I was satisfied though, based based off what I played. Just some things they got to clean up because you know there's gonna be another one. It's probably gonna make another damn trilogy. They're gonna do another. Well, they said this is the close of the trilogy, so they're gonna probably make a next one trilogy because I guess this was just basically saying, okay, this is. I'd I'd actually argue this whole all three of them is basically like an origin, like a big origin right. story. Like this is now because now I feel like okay, this is now Laura's in the spot where, like, she was... What people, like, when they theory, think about Laura and Tomb Raider, like, what she is, now she's there. Like, from a strength standpoint and from, like, a character development standpoint, like, she's at that point now where she has, like... She has that, like, uh, vibe to her and she has that, like, that vibe of, like, responsibility and, like, re- you know, that sort of, like, respect for, you know, the things, you know, the culture that she's investigating or going into so i i I really like they they put her in a good spot now and they closed everything up pretty well i don't think there was anything i was just like like a plot hole i don't i can't recall there's like some like there were some things i was like okay this will be interesting to to further explore in the next game but there wasn't anything that i was like yo what about this thing from rise or this thing from the first game like they kind of tie everything together pretty well so yeah it was a pretty good game um what was about to say uh Overall, I was, I was pretty satisfied with it. Um, what's it name? It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah, that is our thoughts on Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, we'll see what the uh, final review is when JG finally beats his game. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the news section of the podcast. Uh, I think this is going to be actually an interesting conversation. We've talked about this behind the scenes a little bit. Um, about how much uh, black culture has inf- influenced the biggest game in the world, Fortnite. Uh, but somebody actually called out Epic Games, which is the creator of Fortnite. Uh, black Boy JD- JB, if you guys aren't familiar with him, he's the one that has the Rover song, and then he has the remix with Drake, the Look Alive shit. Um, but he also uh, made the song Shoot and the Shoot Dance. And uh, on Twitter, I, he was upset. He called out Fortnite. Um, the tweet goes, every time somebody does my dance, they give credit to Fortnite, but they ain't create nothing but the game. So basically, they take money and credit for my shit and that's crazy um so ba- and then i remember chance called out fortnite for the same exact thing like a month ago or something like that so yep. you got multiple rappers coming at epic games saying you're basically taking from the culture you're not crediting anybody you're not cutting any checks some people are arguing uh you can't claim a dance uh in my opinion i i like i get where they're coming from but like in this instance and then like in the millie rock instance this is very specific like everybody knows he made that dance that was his song he came out with it uh same thing with like the millie rock and it's like what it, uh, i'm gonna give the floor to you um for what do you think do you think that they should find a way to credit um these rappers or you feel like they're being culture vultures what do you think of the, the whole topic for and they need to they need to credit them like i don't know if they're doing it because they're trying not to step on any toes or like copywriting or whatever it may be but i don't see why they just don't reach out to the rappers and say hey we're trying to put your dance in a game can we like use a song name or whatever like once they called the millie rock the swipe i was just done for real because <laughs> it's, it's just obvious at this point it's not like, just fortnite too it's uh 2k does the shit too Right, everybody right. does it. Yeah, you know, all any you've got to emote. Mostly, all of them do it. I will say that I will say the difference between two K and Fortnite though is like two K actually invites some of the people to do it. True, not that yeah, some of them, but other times they just get other dancers and have them just mocap the dance, and I don't think that they credit them then. But I I, I agree. Like sometimes they do it, sometimes they don't. What's the name? I, I think um the really I, what was what made him mad is he followed up with this tweet and I kind of feel where he's coming from. Uh, he kind of said it in this tweet. He created the dance and now he has people coming on his music video saying, "Oh look at this guy, he's doing the Fortnite dance." 
And it's like, you know, this is what got you out the hood, your music, this dance that you created. And now you have a company coming in and taking your stuff. And I, I can see where he's coming from and why he's upset. I, what's funny about these rappers is I don't even think they want to check. I think they just want to be like, yo, just say I made the because like imagine if Epic Games put under their version of the shoot dance created by Blockboy JD and like put his Twitter handle uh there. Imagine how many followers or how many people knew people would check out his music, like how that would help. Like I don't even think they want to check. Just be like, yo, just say I made the dance. Like, uh, what do you think, Ethos? Um, so Hmm. I'm trying to debate if I can divulge this information without getting in trouble. Mm. Okay. I Ooh, insider this. info. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Watch out. Okay. All right. I'm going to say a little, I can't give specific, but I, I will say um, in overall from an overview experience, from what I've asked of some um, um, like with Epic and like, especially like they're like they, they don't just do this stuff. Like there is um a lot of times when it comes to big video game companies, they have a, a an in house internal legal department, right? Um, and it is their job. A lot of big companies always do this, and my company, the work I work for, do it too. Um, and I'm basing I'm basing this off of two things. I'm I'm only giving this information based off of um some conversations I've had with some people who work at Epic, and also with um from what I know from like a lawyer standpoint at my job that I work for because I work hand in hand with like uh the legal department job um when it comes to like software and, and development and stuff like that um so uh twofold one is uh not necessarily I, I agree with you tbh like it could be that the rappers maybe they don't even want money it's like that like you know just the acknowledgement of it i i, I agree with that and i would love if they could do that but i think there's a lot of legal jargon and issues that come up with that and it's not just as simple as saying okay we're just going to credit it because there's not just the artist there is the you know, the label that's behind the artist, there's whatever type of connection into the song from a legal standpoint of whoever owns the song, whether it's like a label or however else the music is connected from like an investment or money standpoint, you know, or whoever the artist works under, um, they might want money. So then they'll legally, you know, like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, if you're going to shout them out for the song, then that means you're tying it to the song. And if you're tying, like, you know, the whole thing about like getting music into the games, like how NBA 2K is, like they have to pay royalties, they have to do all this stuff. Um, and we already seen Epic didn't even want to give Google money to put it on the Play Store. <laughs> so, like, yeah. this isn't a far stretch to be like, okay, we definitely don't want to even go into this territory because I don't think they're purposely doing it, but I think it's more of legals telling them right, 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 we right. cannot use JD Blockboy because we do that. There's a lot of legal implications. Like, does the label agree? Like, oh, you can't put his name in there. That's that's advertising stuff later. You have to pay us royalties or something for that to use this. Um, Dance-wise, I don't know. I don't know the legal behind, like, can you copyright dance? That's, that's the tough part. Can you, you do that? Can't. I don't think you can. Um, Cause like, for example, I'll even throw back even further. Um, Destiny, the original Destiny, they took Thriller and they put it in the game as a microtransaction that people could buy and purchase. Um, it's without, like everybody knows Mike made that. Even, <laughs> right, right. But everyone knows Mike made that, right? But the, they didn't call it um, like Michael Jackson's Thriller or something. I forgot what they called it. They called something else. Either they called it Thriller or they called it some other name. But they they have to differentiate it from the song. So obviously, like the whole like shoot or like they'll call them the meme, you know, shoot, but it's supposed to be for uh, JD or whatever or the Millie, uh, the Millie Rock. Um, they can't call it exactly what it is like from the black culture standpoint of like we know what it's called. They can't use those phrases because then that could cause issues like legally and copyright wise. 
Um, so what about if something? What if? It, what if? What if yeah. it's like super close? Like they don't even bother because in two K they have the hotline bling dance. Uh, yeah. But they call. Did they get permission from that? I thought, or they got. I don't the know. From- All I know I is I don't know. I can't speak for. Yeah, I don't think they game. In 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 that game, it's called the hotline sling, and it's like, come on. And then he does a little Drake phone thing with his hand. I'm like, come on, bro. Like that. It's blatantly obvious what that is. There's a lot of things, and I don't think like unless like we have like a legal scholar or someone who's who's a copyright legal person on the show to be like okay can you break this down for us because remember that whole thing with gta with Lindsay lohan when it was just yeah. an image oh and yeah it, when and, she and said it, that was her yeah and it was her and they went the whole fight about that like it, it is it can be just ridiculous stuff that it's just it can be it's all over the place it, there's no like definitive that's the problem with copyright there's no defi- there's never ever a definitive like yes this is 100 percent correct yes this is 100 percent no it's always fluid about how it can change so I don't know. We'll see. Um, but that's why Epic's doing what they're doing. Do I think they should do it? Yeah, that'd be nice. Do I think legal is probably the reason why they haven't done it? Yeah, that's probably why. Do I think they could change it in the future or pay for it? If these dudes is making billion dollars a month, I'm pretty sure they could. But they are. That's what yeah. I was about to say. I think yeah. at the end of the day, this but it's is a just company. At the it's end it's of the day. it's it's, you it's bad PR for Epic because let's not sit here and act like Epic. And it's not just Epic every week, but I'm every, biased. I can't say anything. every <laughs> every uh, every week I'll there is real. a Fortnite tournament worth a million dollars, and y'all don't got ten thousand. You can't cut this man for his dance. Like, come on, bro. But how much does you think? Do you think the label would want for it? I don't know. Uh, if you well, let me rephrase that, if you were head of the label, right, and then like Epic, the biggest game in the world, was like, all right, we gonna pay, we willing to pay for that. How much would you say you gotta cut a check for? It? I gotta look at my numbers. Like, what's what's the Rover video at right now? Hold up, let's <laughs> see, Block Boy Rover. Uh, it is at eleven million views. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna guess when it has song the, come out. Uh, January fourth of this year. Okay. Yeah. So what would you? What would you estimate? What would you? You personally? What would you? Gotta get me at least a hundred racks. <laughs> <laughs> at least. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. So that epic. Send them. Send them your. Uh, <laughs> your estimates. Uh, it's, it's like a very slippery slope. It's a very slippery yeah. slope, and that's why I think that I, get both, I, I get, yeah, get both sides. I get both sides. I'm not mad at it. And I, I can't. I can't say who's right or wrong because I feel like both sides have a point, but I can't. I, I will, be like, yeah, I will yeah, say I this: Fortnite, Fortnite has been one of the most toxic things that has has come out in a while. Just as far as like the little kids, because like you were saying for us, like and like how Black Boy JB is saying, these little kids they don't know the culture. They can't differentiate. They've never heard of these people. They never heard of a uh, two million. They never heard of Black Boy JB. So when they see it, they're just like, oh. That's from Fortnite. When adults who are not into the culture see it, they say, "Oh, that's from Fortnite," because they see their you know little kids say, doing it. You know. What? You know what they gonna say? They gonna say, "Oh, you think those artists are good for my child?" <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. Uh, go back to that. Yeah, regardless, <laughs> though, ruining, yeah, they're ruining my children. Like, it's, yeah, they're it's gonna ruin crazy. my children. There's a lot of problems. Regardless, though, crazy. this is this is still like an American issue. This is America being American. I'm not saying Epic is yeah. doing this purposely oh, yeah. on purpose, no, not but this purpose. is capitalism. This is yeah. another example of they like to take from Black people, but you don't want to acknowledge us, bro. And that that's a problem here, yeah. right? In Black culture. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would wish that again with Live Boy JB's frustrations with seeing people, you know, calling the hype dance something from Fortnite. <laughs> I, I totally understand like why you would get annoyed from that. So I understand. But do we really think it's that big? Like, do we really think that the masses of kids 
Have, do, do you pay attention to yes, Twitter? Yes, dog. Yes, every every video has kids doing but, but, that dance, bro. Yeah, but these are these are small instances. Like we already know, the average age of gamers is thirty three, and I'm pretty sure every thirty three year old, at least if you somewhat listen to hip hop, you know where that dance is from. Are we going to say okay, that this keep, all keep quarter of it's about kids, potential kids, customers? Like, though you said you said somewhat. So kids to will go out and buy buy his next album. You yeah. said you said somewhat. Well, listen we have to say everybody listens to hip hop. Getting offended that their kids are listening to this music. Are you? You know really how many little white? Argument? You realize how many little white kids in the suburbs buy albums regardless of what their parents say. What are you talking about? Buying, I don't think they be. White people are the biggest consumers of hip hop. What are you talking about? I'm saying I don't think little kids like in these videos. Do you know? Do you know how many times I didn't album. buy lunch because I wanted to buy either a game or an album back when I used to buy CDs I, when that was I, a thing? You can at least stream it though. You can make money. Yeah, I'm thinking like it's streaming and stuff. Like I don't think. But that's the point I'm making, right? If they give him credit, his stream numbers will go up. They don't have to buy the albums yeah. again i don't think it's i don't think they go out for the music i think it's just it's the dance I, let me rephrase it make sure I'm, I'm i'm clear and people aren't trying to try to say I'm, I'm trying to make some stupid shit up what i'm trying to say is i don't think the culture is the same as him getting album buys and getting music streams and stuff like that the dancing and stuff it is part of a cultural aspect that fortnite has become the biggest game so it is cool to know those dances it is cool here's why i give you an l understand that but it does it has nothing to do with uh the quote-unquote like oh well you know well if he you know it has to be about the music and stuff like that i don't think it is i think it's more has to do with the fact that it's about fortnite like like everyone was in the video and there was really good quote tweet everyone was getting offended about like I remember there's like a bunch of white kids who's like, who likes Fortnite? And all of them were like, yeah, yeah. And they started doing all the Fortnite dances. And I remember originally, like, I was like, oh my God, this generation is fucked. <laughs> like, but then I saw another quote chain and I was like, you know what? I agree with that. It was like, growing up, it's like, this is actually crazy. Cause like growing up, like none of this shit was happening, like with gaming. Like, like if you were a gamer or stuff like that, you were looked up like, oh, this is a fucking weirdo and all this type of shit. Like you like games, all this type of shit and these references. But now, like to see it like where it's like, now kids growing up like this is now part of a culture aspect for like when it comes to gaming and stuff like that yeah i understand the whole thing of like well it's also part of black culture that's cool and it's constantly happened throughout you know just history where like people have just taken black culture and, and appropriated it and i don't know if this goes as far of appropriation um i just think it's simply it's marketing 101 it's like you put emotes in you put dances in what d- dances do you put in obviously the ones that people think is cool or what's hot do I think Epic was like, let's make this fucking dance, obviously, so we can make millions uh, millions of dollars to uh, screw the artists out? No. I, I just think they, they picked it because it's a popular dance. And they would have done the same thing if a game had come out in 2000 and whenever the fuck, 2007 with Soldier Boy Crank That. They would have done the exact same thing. So I, I just don't see it. I, I just think it's a, it's a lot. It's going to boil over. Um, do I think like the artists have a point? Yeah. Do I think that they should fight for it? Sure. Why not? Do I think they're going to win? No, I don't think they're going to win. Uh, if they try to legally fight. I, I got to disagree with you. Uh, what's the name? At the end, these dances matter more than you think. They generate money for these artists more than you think. And the prime example I can give of you is uh, recently, everybody was saying that Scorpion album from Drake was meh. And then Shiggy came out with the Shiggy dance, the little Shiggy challenge. Kiki, do you love me? That the, the fucking streams went through the roof, bro. You can't say this stuff doesn't matter. Nobody was really it doesn't matter. I'm saying in the context of Fortnite, it does not matter. In the context of gaming, it does not matter. In the overall, that's memeing. Memeing does a lot of shit. You're yeah. basically you're trying to make a connection between memeing and, and video game. It, it's not the same thing. It, it's like memeing is a vital thing that could go on the you know like Twitter, it could go on the internet. That's internet based stuff. Like the Fortnite stuff, like that is purely an aspect of Fortnite, and that's why kids like it. Like, would kids go out and like and do this dance if it wasn't for Fortnite? No, 
they're doing it because of Fortnite. And that's the difference, I think, that needs to be explained. It's like, it is because of Fortnite that they're doing these dances, not because of, you know, a meme like Drake's thing or like because it is JD Blackboy or something like that. And I think that's the difference. Do I think that a kid is going to be, because they like the, the dance, they're going to give the music? Do I think that's always the case? No. Do I think some kids would do it? Yeah. I wouldn't say they're doing it just for Fortnite, though. Like, obviously, Fortnite introduced them to it, but at the end of the day, they like that dance. That's like like saying, I only listened to an album because you told me. Yeah, I listened to it originally because you told me, but I kept playing it because I liked it, though. And and let me say, too, let me say, too, if it was the song, now that's a whole different play. Now, instead, you know, Epic does not use any of They get custom artists to make a beat that's similar, but it's not the same, so legally, they're, they're safe. But... I think it'd be there'd be a way different argument if it was like if the deal was like they would put the song or a snippet of the song with the emote when it plays. I think that would also that would contribute to the album sales, and I think that would contribute to the song and the dance and the artist and all that. I think that'd be dope. But do I think it'll happen? Because that's a whole like that's literally like doing a two K thing. Probably not. Yeah, I think we can all go ahead. I get you. I don't think that it would directly translate to music sales per se. But it would definitely help them as far as their popularity. Oh, yeah, Brandon, popularity. Maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe not music sales, but popularity. Yeah, I absolutely, music sales, but I do agree with popularity. That is, I and branding is important because I mean, Lil Yachty, nobody's checking for his music, but he is in Target commercials, and that's yeah. thanks to memes and shit like that. But um, yeah. We, 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 we talking in circles. I think we can all agree. <laughs> we, we can all agree this is a sticky situation. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because I feel like more people are going to come out and call games out. Uh, let's see if anything comes from this. Only time will tell. Uh, more Fortnite news. Uh, Fortnite has caused a spike in divorce rates. <laughs> Why are you targeting Fortnite? <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know these websites exist. There's a website that tracks divorce rates. Uh, apparently in the UK, Fortnite, uh, in 2018 is responsible for 5% of all British, uh, filings for divorce. Uh, they all, over 200 times it has been cited that their partner is playing Fortnite too much and they don't want to play with them anymore. Uh, how you feel about this for uh four ups? Like, uh, you think people playing too much Fortnite? You think this is funny? What do you think? What? Like, <laughs> that's it's it's weird because it's like I understand like Fortnite has like become like a great fad and everything, and like everyone's been on it. At the same time, people have been playing video games, especially as much as Fortnite, for a while. I just don't see what makes the amount of playtime they're dedicating to this any different. Yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, Jay, uh, as a man who's uh, soon to be married, do you <laughs> see Fortnite ruining your marriage in the future? <laughs> not at all, man, because I'm not addicted to games and, and I can, you know, actually get off when I need to. But, uh, I mean, I, I've seen this happen before with Call of Duty and World of Warcraft. I will say, like, back in the day, World of Warcraft was, like, one of the biggest offenders uh, for causing mm. rifts in people's relationships, not just marriages, but relationships, period. So Fortnite, again, with it being the biggest game, the hottest game out right now, it's just going to be another target for causing divorces. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just because whoever their dudes are, or maybe women, I don't even know how many women uh this situation happens, but mostly it's men who are who are being the issue, who are being addicted to video games. It's just video you games. Assume men are addicted to Fortnite. That's problematic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think women can be addicted to video games? I mean, yeah. they can. They can. But I was just saying. You like, say I women are know. addicted to cooking? Wow. I would need to see the statistics from it because you know they're they're automatically going to say that men are the problem. That's that's it. That's what I was trying to get at. 
But uh, I, men yeah, are, I mean, this men is, are trash. This, this is interesting, and I guess this all goes to maybe maybe these dudes need to go to these video game addiction centers because you know they're they're making this an actual disease now that you can get help for. So go get help, man. Save your save your marriages if you're addicted to Fortnite. Man, well, all I want to say about this is I find it ironic and very hilarious that. They didn't have time to build their relationship because they were too busy building Forza Fortnite. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so I think um, I don't. Uh, it just came out today. Uh, Fortnite uh, in August was the most popular it's ever been. It had more pl- concurrent players ever. So all the, the people, game is dying. yeah. So all the people on YouTube <laughs> making these bullshit ass videos saying Fortnite is dead. <laughs> the numbers say otherwise, and it's causing divorce. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, divorce rates are going to go up another five percent by the end of the year, at least in Britain. I would, I'm curious to see what it would be like in America because I feel like it's, I feel like Americans have a more addictive personality than uh than the Brits do. Uh, in our culture, apparently, 2K is the main offender, not Fortnite, but that's that's just in our culture. Yeah, yeah I hear, hear a lot more about 2K. Like when it comes out, literally, there's always memes about yeah, don't expect to see your boyfriend or ladies. Yeah, every year, every year, yo, two hundred thousand spending two spending money on VC for the demo and shit. So yeah, people definitely got <laughs> That's problems. They go empty, and then they want a divorce. Where the savings go? What? Look, baby, you I need that record. <laughs> I need my VC, baby. <laughs> uh, let's get off the Fortnite slander. <laughs> so you do admit it was. <laughs> What's the name? Uh, this one's actually really interesting. So uh, since last podcast, Sony announced the PlayStation Classic. This is going to be their version of what Nintendo's doing. They're basically making a, vin- a miniature version of the original console, and it'll come packed with an HDMI port, so you can play it on your modern TVs. And it'll come packed in with twenty games. Um. All 20 games have not been confirmed, but we do know that Final Fantasy 7, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms is confirmed for it. Um, Jay. Yeah, actually, you, know, you ever played Wild Arms? Yeah, nigga. Yeah, it's just classic, bro. Yeah, that shit was fire. Uh, well, uh, what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the PlayStation Classic? You picking this up? It'll be uh, 99, it says euros. Uh, I don't know why it doesn't have a USD. I'm going to assume it's going to be $100. <laughs> well, what are your yeah. thoughts on it, uh, Jay? This one is interesting. Uh, obviously, Sony is seeing what Nintendo was doing over there. Them getting some extra sales because people are actually out looking at this, and uh, they're you know they're, they're checking for these older consoles. And some people who never even played some of these older consoles, they are actually interested in it as well. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pick this one up. I don't know. I would rather see a PlayStation Two Classic. Mm. I think that that one would be more appealing to me personally. But that's not saying that PlayStation doesn't have some good games. That controller sucked ass, though. I actually, I I think that's the main reason why I don't it's want trash, it because I bro. hate that controller, bro. Yeah. The controller is so terrible. But um, this is interesting, though. This is interesting. I'm not mad at what Sony is doing with this one, but yeah. Um, if they get a, a lot of good sales, which I would assume that they will, um, I think that they would naturally go after the PlayStation Two next. But uh, I've also heard some rumors about Nintendo trying to get an N64. I don't know about that one. Now, that's I, interesting. I, th- I think I think I would definitely be more interested in that one. But for Sony, uh, this this is good. This is good. I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I think that they'll definitely generate a lot of sales with this one. I think it's dope that they, they're including two controllers out of the box. Um, but my criticisms of it is, why did they choose... I know they're going for nostalgia, but why did you go for the original PlayStation controller? You should have did the DualShock. I, especially if there's going to be 20 games on there. like that Off-rip, because there's no analog stick, that means it's going to be 20 of the first like generation of games. It's like the launch games. It can't be... You're not going to get Spyro on this, I don't think, because there's no analog sticks. You can't play that shit with a D-pad, bro. Uh, 
And then on top of that, what's going on with the top of the console? You, did you notice how um the circle can can you open that? Can you put a disc in that or no, nah. that's just for show? No, yeah. I was wondering that too. Yeah. But you can't tell me it doesn't look like it can't be open. That's why I asked. No. Yeah, yeah, I you think no, they're going to let you do that. I'd no, be more interested if you could cuz then yeah, you, you could get you could collect PlayStation no, games then. This shit is trash, bro. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> you know there's only one. I got 100% no reason to buy this shit. First of all, everyone knows the PS2 was the superior console. That's why it was called 2, not 1. So, whoa, all, watch out. Yeah, you, you sound like fucking what? clean prince now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I have no reason to buy this crap because I have a PS2. So, why would I buy this if I have a PS2 which could play PS1 games and any game at that? Like, why, why would I want this? Mm hmm. Maybe so, uh, uh yeah back when backwards compatibility was yeah so, man, I mean back backwards compatibility why well how about better yet Sony stops being a oh, and uh <laughs> gives <laughs> and uh backwards compatible for the PS4 or PS5 so we can play our PS3 our PS2 and our PS1 games because Xbox did that so, ain't never uh, happening dog, and yeah they came out with the classic you they see host. what happened so it's definitely not happening they got to make money. What's the name? What are your thoughts on the PlayStation Classic Four? I don't know, man. Like I can, it, it seems like it's just purely for nostalgia. Because if people wanted to play the PlayStation games, like original PlayStation games, the obvious solution would be backwards compatibility. But it seems like they're trying to model it literally after the original console and give you that feeling of having a PlayStation One back in your hands again. I agree with you, though. I don't see why they didn't include the DualShock controllers. Uh, I need to see what those 20 games are going to be, but I think just putting PS1 games in the PS Now service or something would be more beneficial. Which is actually what they recently announced. I think it has PS1 games on the PSN now. They announced uh, offline play for that, which is pretty interesting, which I thought was funny because uh, in order to get offline play for the PS Now, uh, it has to check your internet connection like every day to make sure that you're subscribed to it. And that's exactly what like Microsoft was talking about doing at E3. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and now everybody loves it all of a sudden. So I think that's pretty funny. Like if you read the comment section on the blog when they announced the, the update for PlayStation Now, yes, finally we can play offline. They just got to check our internet. I'm like, wait, but Microsoft was trying to do the same thing and you guys shat on them. So when Sony does it, it's great. But when Microsoft <laughs> does it, I don't know. Whatever. Just, oh boy. just, just an interesting little thing I noticed. Uh, but yeah, I, I ain't buying the shit. Uh, anyways. <laughs> you agree? If it has to wrap up the rapper, I might cap, uh, I might cop it though. Just get the remaster on PS4. Oh, you're right. You're right. I think they released that like last year. There was a remaster for it. Um, hey, tried to give it a reason. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, last little piece of PlayStation news. Uh, pour one out for the PlayStation Vita. Uh, Sony executive announced that Sony will be discontinuing production in 2019 for the PlayStation Vita. So uh, I think they said March. Yeah, March 2019. After March, they will not be making any more PS Vitas. And once they sell out, it's gone. Um, I wanted to take this part of the show to take a moment. Uh, Ethos, you and I were both Vita owners. Uh, maybe... <laughs> We're probably going to have to put some sad music right here. Uh, maybe you can tell us some happy stories you had with your Vita. Okay. Um, to start, I just want to stay for the record that the Vita was ahead of its time. Right, right. Everybody got excited about the Switch, but everybody forget about the Vita. The Hallelujah! The original. <laughs> the one who had the original dual dual uh, analog sticks. The one who had the original OLED screen, which, by the way, is still better than the Switch's screen. Facts. Because it was OLED. 
Um, no product beforehand had an OLED screen in gaming before the Vita, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I know. <sighs> Nintendo beat it with the 3DS, I, I know. But the Vita had so much potential. And I feel like if Sony hadn't abandoned it two years in and really did their best to get some PS2 classics on that fucking platform instead of just straight up indie games, which is cool because that's what the Switch is now, the indie machine. Uh, I really feel the Vita could have been something special and they should have reduced the price of those stupid ass micro SD cards. That was ridiculous. Um, I still got my Vita. Actually, I'm going to grab it right here. Hold on one sec. Oh my <laughs> God. They can't even see it, Negro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm opening it so I can remind myself. Look, I, I don't even know it. where mine is. Probably, it's in the, probably in the fucking dirty clothes hamper or something with the but Ouya. This thing was a great handheld. I'm not going to lie. It was worth the money for me, in my opinion. I had put a lot of hours into Persona 4. I played, I had The Walking Dead on this. I had that Tearaway game. Um, Freedom Wars was fire. Facts. Um, th- this low-key had some good games on it. Like People act like there was no games on the there, but there was at least 20 pretty good games on here that people will never have played and never have experienced and i still have mine i have the og vita i'm gonna keep it because it's gonna be a classic and i'm gonna play persona 4 on it again um so r.i.p the vita i loved you uh i wish you was treated better and uh, i wish people would put more respect on your name i agree uh sony this is your fault uh, I had some great times with my Vita, even though I put it down. Like without the Vita, I would have never have known about Blaze Blue, which is one of my favorite fighting games. Now, uh, Blaze Blue was on sale on the Vita on PSN for like a dollar, and I needed something to play, so I bought it. I was like, "Wow, this game is fire!" And then I ended up getting it for PS4 too. So uh, they introduced me to Blaze Blue because of P- PS Vita sales. I was also able to play Jack and Dexter the Collection for the millionth time on the Vita. I enjoyed that. Mm. I played the uh, Sly Cooper Collection on there for the millionth time. On the Vita, I enjoyed that. Uh, the Vita was also underrated uh, because it was ahead of its time. It's it's Sony. You just had to release one with the extra uh, the L two and the L and the R R two buttons, but yeah. it needed Trigger. back triggers. All, you All it triggers. needed was back triggers, and that you thing would have been trigger. perfect, bro. Instead of touch screen, that's yeah. touch screen. Because oh. the uh, the uh, what's the the shit? It's like the uh, you could play your PlayStation Four games oh, on Killzone. The Killzone game on there was actually good. Call of Duty on there was fire. Call I of Duty on there was good. Oh my god! What's the name? It, it was it was actually really nice to be able to beam your PS Four games to your Vita. It just was hard to play because it lacked the back triggers. If it would have had that, it, that thing would have been perfect. That that was the that was the switch ahead of its time. It just needed those controls. Like it really worked well. So it's a shame to see what they did with it. Um, what's the name? JG, uh, you have any thoughts on the Vita dying? It's so hard to say goodbye. Um, Y'all want to see a dead body? I, <laughs> <laughs> I got it right here. So turn my webcam on. <laughs> yeah, I, I never got a Vita. I never bought into the Vita hype because uh, I had a PSP and I, I get this shit away. The only thing that I really liked on there was the fact that I could watch movies on there uh, when I was mobile. And uh, and I got that Power Stone collection because I never thought that that would come out. I was like, yo, this shit is fire. But I never got into the Vita hype. Uh, and I'm glad I didn't because of the fact that they didn't treat it right. I don't even know why they brought it out. They didn't want to want to actually like put the full dedication into it that they should have. Uh, I I do agree with y'all though. I mean, I I feel like the features that they had on it, especially with that uh that beaming feature, I thought that that was cool. I knew that that touch screen was going to be some uh some shit. So I I just kind of figured that you know that was not going to be good. But I, I feel like they could have actually put a little bit more time into it and. 
it could have made it a way better mobile console than uh than what it should have at that time because y'all were winning i was definitely winning with that i actually like the psv and the and the vita for the most part uh just i i just didn't feed into what they what they actually had on there the features compared to the psv i was like nah i'm good good on that but uh yeah this it's uh you know it's, it's a long time coming but they should have been done with it a long time ago to be honest but sony loves to to milk their consoles for what it's worth so eh, whatever man rp to vita yeah four any words for the vita uh, while we give this uh dedication this memorial to it yeah man see i had me a vita back when it first came out in uh high school uh, unfortunately, it got stolen, so I never bothered getting another Damn. one. Damn, <laughs> yeah. that's expensive too. The story even more sad. Um, but no, I had those are during my broke boy days, so I didn't have that many games. But um, I did have like Gravity Rush on there, man. Gravity oh, Rush is fire. Yes. It did start on the Vita. That's a good yeah, point. It was yeah. fire. Oh man, that was great too. Oh. Yes, I had that. I had um, the little Uncharted spinoff that was on there. That was True. pretty solid. Uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation on there yeah. before they put it on Yo, Like when we talk about it, oh, it actually God. had games, bro. Like that's yeah, wild, man. So what happened? Yes. Yo, what happened? Yeah. Man, I don't uh, know. They they just they just I don't know. I guess they stopped giving it quality games after a while. Like I say, I can only speak for uh, a little to it because after it got stolen, I stopped paying attention to it. I actually thought it died out already, but um. Yeah, you just didn't hear any more quality games from it for after like the first two years. So, yeah, they it, it seemed like it died out because the only time you would ever hear about the Vita in the news is when Sony would announce their monthly free PS Plus games. They would announce what came free to Vita, but other than that, they never yeah. talked about it. They um, didn't market it like. Yeah, uh, they tried to release, I think, a cheaper one, but that shit flopped. So, it is. Did you ever see any commercials about the Vita? No. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> if you know, you know type of situation. Their marketing was shit. Yeah, that's terrible. And if you're wondering, the last little bit of this news regarding the Vita, uh, that the same rep also said that Sony has no plans to make a successor to the Vita, so they don't plan on doing any handhelds uh, any in the foreseeable future. They're not saying no, but it's not in the game plan right now. So, R.I.P. to the Vita and to the Sony department. Uh, not the Sony, but the uh, handheld department. Uh, Four hundred forty. Yeah, we pouring a 40 out for y'all, man. You died young, but they say the good ones die young, so it is what it is. Uh, moving on to Nintendo news. Uh, since the last podcast, there was a Nintendo Direct. It, it, a little bit dry. It needed a little bit of seasoning, but there were a couple of interesting things to come out of it. Um, Isabel from, uh, what's that little, that stupid ass game? Animal I don't play. Crossing. Yeah, crossing. Anna Shit Crossing. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, oh. They're going to get I don't give a fuck. You weirdos. You get, you dress, you little furries dress up and do nothing in that game all day. That game is stupid. It's a furry Sims, bro. I don't give a fuck, oh, bro. Yo, you gotta chill, dog. I, I was offended by this announcement. Did any of you motherfuckers want Isabel? First of all, I was like, who the hell is Isabel? Who wanted a damn <laughs> Animal Crossing character in Smash Bros? Where the fuck is Knuckles? You Keep- say that, but you're gonna get mad when that bitch kills you. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny. I was watching her. I was like, yo, this bitch is probably... I'm gonna try. I'm, gonna try. I'm like, this bitch is probably gonna be bad, bro. Like, <laughs> she's probably gonna be good in the game. But I was like, this is some bullshit. Did, did anybody want Isabel in Smash? No. Nah. No. I was surprised, yo, like, Twitter, like, went insane. Maybe it was just the Animal Crossing fans. I don't know. I think if it's been not yet. It's been nine years. Fans. Yeah, it's the, an- the last game. The Animal Crossing fans, like, because they're going to get another Animal Crossing as well, but they were like, 
like when that news came out, Isabel was gonna be on Smash. Like they had hope. And then after that, they were like, oh man, it's gonna be Animal Crossing, another one. They was like, okay, but Isabel, Isabel as an actual character, I just felt like it was just gonna be like some more troll shit. Cause I used to uh I used to play with the villagers sometimes just to mess with people. And I feel like Isabel is gonna be like the same way. Like or the, the anybody... duck hunting dog too, like that one. Yeah. But does anybody really want Isabel? Like I was mad surprised just how like excited people were for that. I'm like how many of y'all actually gonna play with her? Like Isabel has like crossed over. I saw like a um I saw like a picture today where everybody was rocking Isabel and Mario Kart, and they were like, <laughs> "This is like the most toxic lobby ever." I was like, "What? <laughs> like y'all are serious about this Isabel hype? I don't know if these are just Animal Crossing fans who like just came out the woodwork and are just like mad excited or what." But I wasn't looking forward to it. Like I when I saw the news, I was like like for real like out of all the characters y'all thought that Isabel was height worthy I guess man but uh, I mean I'm gonna play with her but definitely ain't gonna main her like do y'all think she really deserved a spot over Waluigi no show Waluigi some goddamn respect (laughs) bro (laughs) it's so many other characters so many others Uh, you know why they did it to promote oh, Animal Crossing, they got an yeah. Animal Crossing game yeah, coming out. Because now it's a major franchise. It's always been a major franchise for Nintendo. So, like, it, obviously, if you're going to do a new game in 2019 and this game comes out at the end of the year, it's like, yeah, you got to put Isabella in it. Same with, like, if there was any other game that was coming out that was a major. Uh, here's here's the problem, right? I'm surprised they didn't put the Xeno, the Xeno, uh, Blade people in there. That's very surprising. Here's the problem. Freaking. Animal Crossing players will play Smash, but Smash fans are not playing Animal Crossing. So this cross promotion is stupid. Look, I've <laughs> never been a huge. I like I've I've played a couple of Animal Crossings like on the DS way back in the day. I thought it was a cool game series, um, but I never played it after the DS. Um, I'll probably try this new one to see like what's cool about it. But I'm not gonna lie, I follow a lot of people who are apparently fans, or a lot of shit was retweeted on my timeline when that was happening. And I'm talking like people were making satanic circles with switches and, and animal crossing products. I saw that. I saw that. They, they too, were man. begging for this. Like this was like um I'm trying to make a comparison of of how long this was like a um a Final Fantasy 15, a, a Last Guardian waiting. Like people have been waiting a very long game. Like they were desperate. They were begging Nintendo. They, I think they didn't get one last gen at all. They got no sort of Animal Crossing game. And then when they did get an Animal Crossing, it was a mobile game. So like they were defeated. They're like, yo, their Nintendo's. Ne-. It was like Metroid. That's what it felt like. Like the equivalent of how we lost our minds over Metroid. I think like that's how it was for them for Animal Crossing. Like, they were like, finally, they're fucking giving us Animal Crossing. So. We'll see the sales of it if it's going to matter, but I think like Animal Crossing with the Switch is a good match because it's a mobile console, and Animal Crossing was always really good on like DS. So I think like they're onto something. But you, but you see what you said, right? Like you mentioned Animal Crossing, not Isabel in Smash for real. Like, mm. but everybody who everybody who's an Animal Crossing fan now is going to play Smash. I, I mean, just for Isabel. I, I think I think of it like though. Smash is like Smash is like Jump Force. It's the same thing, right? It's like. They're not gonna. Add, they're adding a bunch of people, not necessarily because they're the most popular or something like that, but because they're part of the family. So you got to keep it in the family. So because Isabel and Animal, Animal Farm, even if it is a niche part of the whole Nintendo fan base, it's still got its fans. And it's like it's. It'd be. I'd be more confused if they added three different Animal Crossing people into the game, like they've done for Fire Emblem and for what other what other games, like for a bunch of the other games where they've added four or five characters of the same franchise. But they've only added like what two. So it's Villager yeah, who's in the last Isabel one, and, Villager. and Isabel. So it's like, okay, 
that makes sense because villager was because of i guess i don't know why they added him in to be honest with you <laughs> uh i'm still trying to figure that out um but they added in isabel and i'm like it's probably like a fan service thing so you know the furries will be happy and if they're happy nintendo's happy because that means nintendo's making money so cool Man, you know, Sonic Fox is probably excited. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? Uh, also, the other highlight from this Nintendo Direct is Luigi's Mansion 3 was announced for the Switch. Uh, do you own a Switch 4? Nah, not yet. A bunch of people at my job do, so they're like slowly, slowly getting me. I'm honestly waiting on the Smash bundle, so... Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did announce that. Uh, so mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion isn't selling on You don't care about this game, or yes or no? No, I've never played Luigi Mansion, but I heard great things about it, and I've always wanted to play it. I just never had an opportunity yet, and I wasn't interested in the uh, 3DS one. Uh, so I'm a little excited for it. I'm, a, I will check it out. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games from the GameCube, so I'm definitely. It's it's nice to see them finally announce a new game. They weren't lying when they said they had, they had something new. We still need more, but uh, I'm excited for Luigi's Mansion Three. I'm a fan of the series. What about you, Jay? Uh, no, I never played Luigi uh, Mansion either, so uh, I'm kind of kind of out of this topic. But I mean, it's mm. cool though for all Luigi Mansion fans. They uh, they got a third one, so there you go. Nintendo's at least doing something. They're at least like slowly but surely giving people the game that they're actually wanting. What about you, Ethos? Yeah, same. Uh, I went over a friend's house a lot when I was a kid, and he loved Luigi Mansion. I would watch him play. It seemed like a cool game, but I never played it myself, so. Mm. Now that I realized I was a horrible friend. Um, <laughs> you know, me, he never passed you know, the stick. He never passed the stick and let me try the game out. Wait a minute, I'm gonna call that yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Matter of fact, Alex, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you're watching this podcast. Uh, you know who you yeah. are. You know what you. You know who you are. You know what you did. That's great. That's great. So it's, it is what it is. Um, let's move on to one of the biggest stories of the week. This one is sad, and it's also interesting at the same time to see how this is all gonna play out. Because to be honest, as as we're recording this podcast, this is still there there's conflicting reports and it's still playing out so like i don't want to give like definitive things on this i'm just gonna say there are reports saying telltale is closing down and then there are reports saying telltale is downsizing um and then they're gonna go from there and like re see where the company is gonna go for so long story short i'm just gonna say telltale is downsizing they are leaving 25 they they let go of a bunch of employees i think they said like over 100 or something like that and they're leaving only 25 and they're going to be working on the Minecraft story mode for Netflix. Uh, originally, the article said, originally, the, 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 um, report was they're going to be working on that. And they're also going to finish the end of season four, the finale to The Walking Dead. But an article came out this morning conflicting with that, saying that they're not finishing The Walking Dead and they're only going to finish this Minecraft story stuff. And then also, I seen on my timeline employees that got laid off. They're pissed because they were saying they they were hiring new people. Telltale was hiring new people as early as last week. And some of those new people moved across the country to their new job only to find out this week that they got fired. Let's talk about it. God. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Ethos, what's your take on this? Yo, this shit is sad. Like, this shit is like sadder than, oh, can I spoil it? Oh, and by the way, uh, they're downsizing because they said their their games they get great reviews, but they said they weren't getting a lot of sales. But my head, go ahead, go ahead, eat those. <sighs> Look, this shit is depressing for me because Telltale made one of the, in my opinion, one of the best games of all time for me. Uh, that shit was one of the few games on the list that made me cry, and that's The Walking Dead season one. That ending was one of the most saddest shit I've ever seen in a video game. Facts. Um, like that was one of the few games I'll admit. I've only said I think the bar three was, games in the world that's made me cry. And it's the bar game. was so high from season one, I, I just yeah. couldn't get into season two. 
Yeah, like they, I think till this day, outside of one other franchise, they have yet to top like what season one of Walking Dead was. And I recommend everybody who's a gamer should play that game. Like, even if you're not into, I like, hope it increases their like, sales after this news. I hope it does. I like, I would honestly, like, I would go and buy all their games if I could. Um, but I already own a lot of them. Um, it's just weird because, like, I never would have expected this to happen. It seems like it, it came was out so random because they just, and this is what really hurts me. Um, my other favorite franchise from them is Wolf Among Us, mm. and I'm never gonna see season two. Like I'm never, I'm JG. I know, dog. This shit is the because I feel like I gotta buy it now because y'all been hyping it up for the longest. I, I, I've been so putting it off, good. and I feel bad they went out of business. Wolf Among Us was so good, dude, and they ended on such a very pivotal pot, plot point. And people had been begging them for years for season two, and it, they just hit it. They it was like their hidden gem that no one like people were begging for, and they never talk about it. And then literally last year, or was it this year, JG? Was this year or last year? They go out on the stage. Oh, it was E3, I think, last yeah, year. this year. They go out on the stage and they announce this year or last year. I can't remember. But they say, we're working on Wolf Among Us season two. Now, me and JG lost our shit because we've been begging for this shit forever. And now to hear this, we're ne- like, you don't understand. Like, there's so many things that all their franchise they made that were on such pivotal points. We're never going to find out what happens. We don't know what happens to Clem because apparently there's word that they won't even finish all of Walking Dead the final season. Yeah, so we won't even know. And episode one is out. I'm even more. One is out. Two was getting trailers literally last week. week, Yeah, it was literally out next week. So I'm thinking, I have. I'm like, yo. So like, when did you know? This doesn't make sense. Like, there's just a lot of conflicting like news reports. Like, I just want to figure out what, like, how how did it get to this point? Because like, it seemed like Telltale was doing great. Like, they had to deal with Marvel. They had to deal with those Batman uh, games were fire. Batman with so they had to deal with DC with Marvel and you told me they didn't cut checks like what like maybe 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 the licensing the fees for those characters were too much and they couldn't handle it like that's what I'm thinking like they couldn't get, recoup their money had a, yeah was it that they reached out and they paid for licensing and maybe that's what made them broke they paid for Batman's and uh, Guardians and maybe that's what made them I don't think DC is giving up Batman for free. Yeah, and th- th- right, and I was thinking like, okay, or was it the other way around? Like, did they reach out to Telltale and say, "Hey, we want to pay you to make this type of game"? Like, we don't even know what the deal right. was for those. Because I was under the assumption that like DC reached out, and it was a collab, and they were like, "Yo, we want to make a story type of Telltale game for the for like the Batman, and we want to make a uh, a Guardians version for this." So I thought they were making hella money. It-, it just felt like Telltale was making from like what we knew from press wise, and like how they were giving review keys and talking about their games. There was no sign that they were in any sort of financial strait at all. They seemed like they were like actually in a, like pretty good. Like once once they got like the Batman deals and everything else, I felt the sky was the limit. Like they could get any type of licensing they want and they could make a, a cool like game. But it, it just doesn't make sense. One of the articles I read, they uh they said the downfall of Telltale was uh mismanagement. Uh oh, just man. a lot of dysfunction in the building. Uh they I guess they hit it really well. Uh, they must have. I didn't notice any of it. Yeah. Uh, were you a fan of Telltale games? What did you think for? Man, I am like a huge fan of Telltale. I've played literally every single series that they've like released. So like my chest hurts right now. Like I'm with Ethos. Like this is this is very depressing. Uh, especially coming from a, a game designer standpoint. Like because I, I'm in school for game design right oh, nice. now. Oh nice. Uh, and so is. It, Hearing things like this where companies just randomly go out of business, especially after producing like industry defining games is like 
it's really it's really heartbreaking and they have so many games that ended on cliffhangers like Game of Thrones oh my God. Uh, that? Batman kind of but definitely Wolf Among Us like literally on some you're not so bad Wolf like we'll never know what that meant yeah. it's, just, it's just really sad too um and especially, I've, I've also bought, like, the season pass for Walking Dead, like, me and my friends. So we're also wondering what's going on with that. Like, the episode's coming out next week. I was really, really looking forward to that because that's my most favorite series since, like, the first one. And it's, like, it's sad. As, like, and we don't have the full story. This is still playing out as the days go by. So it'll be interesting to see when new news comes out because, like I said, like we were talking about the licensing fee things. It would make sense they went out of business if – DC didn't reach out to them. They reached out to DC and they had to license Batman and they had to pay a hefty fee. And then they didn't recoup their money because they were charging $20 for their games. Like that wouldn't make sense why they went out of business. But it's like, we don't have that type of information. And it always sucks when people lose their jobs, especially like randomly. They said, they said that, like I said, they hired new people just last week. Everybody oh, came to work and then basically everybody came to work and they was like, yeah, you guys don't have a job anymore. Like imagine waking up and going to work and just be like, yeah, bullshit. that ain't it. This they it, said right. they had like 30 minutes to pack up too from an article yeah. I read. That is, like, that shit is wild, bro. Maybe, maybe they were too in over their heads with all the series that they had. Maybe Why it was just something we just people? didn't know. Like we thought it was cool. They were like, oh man, you got Game of Thrones. Oh man, you got Guardians. Oh man, you got Minecraft. You got Walking Dead. Actually, when oh, I think of, when like, I, they have a lot of, but shit. when I think about it, I'd argue the only successful ones were Walking Dead, Walking Batman Dead. and the Wolf Among Us. Nobody was playing Minecraft story. Nobody was playing that that Game of Thrones like that. Nobody was playing that. Well, no, 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 no. People, though. people were playing the Minecraft one because they made yeah, a Netflix Minecraft series. Popular. Minecraft was popping like that one. They were okay. I stand corrected. They, okay. they made a Netflix. They are currently making. Or they were. Or they're in process, and they did make a Netflix action. But that's like, being TV funded show. by Netflix, though. That's not being funded. But, by... but but there has to be a popularity reason to do that, and it's the story mode. It's based off of their. Actual or story maybe mode. Netflix just liked what they did. They saw the quality of it, and they wanted to throw some money there way because let's not act like they're not making an avatar last airbender and a, and a witcher uh live action as well they're just throwing netflix is throwing money out right now but that's mm. because those are popular yeah i don't know man i don't trust Netflix. yeah it's a it's a lot of uh, a lot of questions here but this second article i think this is really pissing me off more than anything because i mean as soon as i saw the news i was like damn no new wolf among us but they're going to finish walking dead right <sighs> But this second no. one, if they're really going to cancel it, I need a refund, my guy. Cause <laughs> That's foul, yeah. If they really did, they put them episode two trailers out and they're not even putting out it. Well, do you I even want to see episode, episode two at this two. point? Like, Yes, man, I want them to finish that shit. Like, at yeah. least bring that Everybody out. wanted to finish that. Like, we... This everyone is the final was, emo- you know what I'm saying? Everyone was emotionally prepared to see how this was going to end because everybody grew up with... See, everyone played the game seeing Clementine grow up. And it's like you you feel like you're bonded with her, like to see like you have to see it through. Right. Like, it's equivalent like how Mass Effect was. Like you have to see this through and figure out what's hap- what's gonna happen to her. And now like if they if it's just gonna be episode two and that's it, and if they just built episode two without even knowing that they were gonna get closed down, so they're gonna leave it on another cliffhanger that's probably gonna be even more crazy. It's like yo. That's devastating, no. bro. You yeah, have I, to let them finish it. That's you devastating. This, this crew of 25 people. That's cruel. Like, like, we we got to do this for the culture. Yo. Yeah, we like, like that, if I had the money, 
I would buy it out and finish it for them, or or, yeah. or have some studio buy them, buy the license. I need THQ Nordic, who's picking up time splitters and fucking and second sight, become THQ Telltale, pick them up. I promise you, if they were this desperate, I wish like if this had been last minute, if they had just been like, look, we we're running out, of my, we can't do this. If they had done like what Warframe did or or whatever else, when like when you're in desperate times and just been like, we gotta do a Kickstarter and just be honest, like, yo, we need to make this amount of money if we're gonna finish this. I guarantee, I would have given them money to the Kickstarter. I'm pretty sure everybody would everybody would have thrown money would have helped yeah, them like spirit bomb so they could have finished it we all would have <laughs> but just to do this it's like yo like no warning like no way like i'm pretty sure everyone would be like yo if you gave us a chance to like fund you or help you so that you could finish this i would like without a doubt and i, I think, know, like, it, I think somebody was, had to have known what's going on this like things like this just don't happen suddenly you just don't suddenly kick everybody out of your business something was happening it has to be mismanagement because let's not forget 2012 they won game of the year with walking dead how do you and go from game of the year to just randomly <laughs> collapsing that doesn't make sense uh, and, they never and, even and, made a flop either. Yeah, I would say the Telltale Hood, like at the time when The Walking Dead came out, like this was one of the most more like unique uh, yeah. type of video games that we had. Like regardless, like when people watch it, obviously you're like, oh man, like what what is this? But like you get into it because the stories were so good, and the like the fact everyone. that they were interactive as well, regardless of it, like what you thought back then when the first Walking Dead came out, like it was still very unique for its time. I love these Telltale games, so like, nah, we we can't do this. Not like this, I think. Uh, not like this. I think not what like makes this really scary is it shows you how volatile the gaming the gaming industry is. And like, let's not sit here and act like Telltale earned their spot. I put Telltale in the same book as like the Naughty Dogs and the Insomniacs. Like, it's a premier studio. It was a premier studio at this point. Uh, and what they did, they specialized in a certain thing. What they did, and it's like yeah, to see fine. a top dog just just fall like that randomly. Oh. Like wasn't there wasn't even a decline. Maybe it just we'll died. get lucky. Like maybe they might Kojima this shit, and like somebody will pick them up. Like maybe Epic could pick them up, or somebody else and be like, "Yo, we gonna pick you up, and you gonna finish it like with us or something like that." Like maybe they we'll it. get lucky. Like they somebody has to because I because that game has impacted has to too many weird. people without like any other company like just be like, "All right, let them die." Like somebody has to step in and be like, "Like may- Xbox, this is the perfect time." Xbox was trying to build new games, make right? an Xbox they, exclusive. They could buy it and then and take it onto their platform for the next gen. And they could save it. And they'd be concerned just like how Nintendo saved Bayonetta. They could do the same thing with this. And they could get some good press with it. Microsoft, if you're listening, hit up Telltale. Tell them you're willing to buy a license or, or hire those people and bring them on board and help them finish this game. Please, please, because I can't let it end like this, dog. I will say on a positive note of, because this is horrible, I will say that because I do follow a lot of like developers and, and people from like different studios and stuff. Um, there was a big breach of support though from a bunch of developers and, and hires. Like I the see Esco say, yeah, out. Ubisoft is hiring guys. Here's, Ubisoft, here's the link. Ubisoft, um, Bungie, what was it? Bungie, uh, Epic reached out. Was like, yo, we'll take your QA people. We'll bring them on like for our QA team. Um, I saw um, what's her name? Respawn for Titanfall. They were hitting him saying, yo, we're working on three projects. We need people, and we're in the area. Like all the studios that were nearby the Telltale were like, yo, like we have some hirings right now. We're definitely gonna like you know look at you guys and help you guys get some new replacement jobs. That's one thing I really do is respect. Is like I can't speak for all the publishers, but I can say without a doubt, even EA, EA was like that. It's like the developers and a lot of these studios like they care about each other, and they're like, yo, if like something like this happens, I've always seen that they always try to reach out and help them like get new jobs. So. I guess that's a one positive thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's also sad too because uh, Capcom, Capcom Vancouver shut down. 
What's the name? And if you guys are not familiar with that studio, that's the studio behind the Dead Rising uh, franchise, and they canceled all. Apparently, I kind of saw that coming though. Yeah, yeah, this one was the writing was on the wall. Nobody was really playing Dead Rising, but they said they were working like on three projects. They're all canceled, uh, and they all lost their jobs. Uh, so yeah, don't expect a Dead Rising five uh, or whatever else they were coming out. So it always yeah, and I was a Dead Rising fan too. What's on set? Yeah, I mean, Dead Rising three and four weren't very good. <laughs> no, they they were they were pretty bad. I mean, they were, they, were, they were pretty bad, but I was still a fan regardless. But it's yeah. Capcom, so this one is not surprising in the least bit. Fuck Capcom. Uh, the only only good thing that they're doing is finally, after so many years, they're bringing back Onimusha. But other than that, man, <laughs> okay, other than that, man Capcom can go suck it because I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to hear all that. Capcom bro. gonna play around, and become the next Sega. Like, matter of fact, I put them on the same playing field, bro. They they both can't get right. No, I I think Capcom's been doing some good heat. I, no, Street Fighter Five. Wait. Street Fighter Five is still gets panned uh, a lot, bro. Yeah, it's still not my, a finished my, game. Monster Recently, Hunter Monster Hunter sold a lot. Like they oh, made a lot. Oh of yeah, I forgot that. they do have Monster. You right? Uh, yeah. Devil May Cry Five. Yeah, that's gonna really sell. Good. Yeah, like uh, I, I'll Mega Man. Yeah. They're either working. All right, on we'll Mega put up a notch above Sega. Okay, a <laughs> I notch. don't think they're gonna say to themselves. <laughs> I think they're finally getting back on track. But like you see, you see how long it took, though, right? This is true. It's now that they're doing it. It's, that's what matters. They're now they're starting to do right, I, and they're, they're bringing PC games on now. Like they might get Vic. Yo, I already know if they did Vanquish. Oh no, that's Sega. No, never mind. All right, fuck yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Vanquish, but I remember. No wait, no, that's Sega. But Sega been doing all right too. I can't be mad. At Sega. Say yeah, Sega trying like after all these years, like the um, I don't know what's been going on over there, but uh, yeah, the, like you just need to realize that like you have a lot of classics, you have a lot of good franchises. And Bring people it just want people, yeah, the people just want to see them come back, like that's it, or continue. Mm. It is what it is. Uh, we were actually talking about Devil May Cry. That's the last thing I got on my notes here. See, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Devil May Cry multiplayer is rumored to be in the game. Uh, Steam lists that it'll have co-op. Uh, and then on Xbox and PSN stores, it, it uh, says it'll have two to three players. Um, let's just, uh, they haven't confirmed anything, but let's just say that it will have uh, co-op. Is this something we want to see? And how will this work? Uh, what do you think, Jay? Co-op would be fire. Uh, I don't know exactly how that work. It'd be a lot of stuff going on on the screen, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, nah, they could definitely do that. M- uh, multiplayer, as, as far as like if they're talking about PvP or something. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah, PvP would be a little weird, but co-op. I think the co-op would actually be dumb fire for uh, for Devil May Cry. I'm actually going to have to say I'm I'm sketchy about if there's co-op. I don't think it would be multiplayer, but if there's co-op, I'm sketchy about it just because let's not act like Devil May Cry doesn't have a fixed camera. How's that going to work with two players? Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. You want to you want to fight that camera with another person pulling the camera the other way? I'm good, dog. Uh, what do you think for it? <laughs> I mean, it could probably work if it's just online only. Local, I, yeah, I don't I don't see that happening with that camera. Um, I think it'll be cool. I mean, it looks like they're setting it up because I've seen in the trailer they have like two new characters with like uh, Virgil's son, uh, and then like some uh, some of the old game coming back in addition to um, Dante. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I hope to God that they don't like do, uh, PVP. I, I think that'll be trash. Uh, maybe some type of co-op challenge mode, but then I hope they do that really good because I really hate like half-assed challenge modes. So you mean something like, uh, like Gears of War Hoarder or like, 
Yeah, some, some, something like that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a good example, but you know, maybe some give of those, you better like, loot. Time trials and survivals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what about you, Ethos? This, this uh, for oh, you? I forgot to add another th- W that Capcom took is that uh, Resident Evil Two remap. I mean, uh, yeah. How much is Capcom paying you? <laughs> I might have some stocks in the company. I, 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 who knows? I don't know. Uh, a slight flex, slight flex. <laughs> um, no. Um, I, I think multiplayer would be dope. Like if they do it like uh, online co-op, because I, oh, I don't know on the same screen that might be pretty crazy. I, I'm trying to figure out how that work, but I think it's it's some innovation. So if it's cool, if it works, yo, all right, bet. Playing co-op, I mean, we need more co-op games. Um, if it's like kind of Gears of War where it's like maybe like you play like you have two other friends with you and you guys, you know, maybe play through the story campaign or it could be like what four is saying, like for up, it could be like a, a separate game mode where it's like you guys have to like who can get the most the highest score ranking like against each other. That could be possibly what it, it is. Uh, but it does seem like they are setting up multiplayer because like there's like a lot of uh, old uh devil may cry people in it like uh ladies in it and from like uh the older dmcs and and nero and um dante and like when they were just showing the trailer like they were just bringing up a lot of people the only person they haven't showed is vigil and uh i don't know if that's because he's dead or he's maybe yeah is this in the same universe as the last one or is this in the other one somebody said this is a sequel to i don't know they say it's a sequel to three or two or but they said it's uh it's not based off of the one that uh Ninja Theory did. It's like the uh, whole like based off of the original storyline. I think that's why everyone was like losing their minds because everyone was like, "Oh shit, cool." Didn't they use the same character design for from yeah. the reboot? Yeah. They uh, did. No, 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 no. no. They did it they, for Dante? No, Dante's yeah. the old Dante. He's not. He's not the oh. new version. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought I seen a trailer with like the younger version in there. And yeah, then I thought, yeah, I thought this what I'm seeing right now. No, no, Nero is the first guy you see. That's Nero. That's not Dante. Dante oh, gotcha. is the older guy with the white hair. He's that's the son. motorcycle. Okay. That's, that's his that's son. Oh, it's the son. Okay, all right, never mind. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nero is the son of Vigil. These niggas all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> the story <laughs> wow, Did you say all white it's people it's look the same, JG? Like you you on fire this stream, boy. It's your son. It makes sense. You on fire this stream, boy. I think though it is after four, maybe. Maybe I think that's what the story is because the R. I, I I have to replay the games. This has been such a long time, so I forgot what the story is. But it's something about the you know the robotic arm. It's related to his, the arm that he had in four. And I need to play awesome. four. Everybody told me it was fire. I might put it on yeah, the back. Four was good. I have it on PC. I have to play through it again because it's been a long time. But yeah, yeah. So that'd be interesting. And this one's like fresh off the presses. Uh. Devil May Cry 5 will have microtransactions. You will be able to pay to upgrade your character. Here's the quote. With giving people the ability to purchase red orbs, which I guess is the currency to upgrade your character, it's something we want to give people as an option. If they want to save time and just want to get all the stuff at once, those people can do it. But on the other hand, I don't feel like you get all the moves, said uh, the Capcom representative. I, I can't pronounce his name because they're damn Japanese shit. Uh, but you should be able to play it wow. the way you want to play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just can't pronounce his name. But yeah, so uh, if you want to pay for progression, you can in the game. You guys want to pay for it? <sighs> no. 
Can people yeah. just play their damn games? Like, why? If you want to grind? If you want to grind, go ahead. But what? What is up with this? Like, with, with this freaking training wheel shit that's going on in games now? Like, people don't want to spend the time on anything now. What is? Uh, Imagine paying sixty dollars just to, so somebody else can just uh, play your game for you, basically. Like, what are you buying? Why'd you buy the game for? Are you too busy? Go do something single, else. Like, it's a single player game at that. Like, what is the appeal of this? How will it affect the multiplayer, though? I can't look bad on my stream. Maybe, maybe, yeah, you know, right? Maybe, maybe they are going all in on multiplayer. Maybe it is PvP. Ooh. You, ooh, that's then a good thing. They would ruin yeah, it. Yeah, it be, it power that is bad. People gonna have multiple builds and shit like 2K. Oh my god! <laughs> <You're> like, <"What?"> <laughs> <laughs> multiple abilities. This is uh, glitches. I can see the glitch videos now. <laughs> oh lord, man. So what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something controversial. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> go ahead and dig yourself in a hole <laughs> um, I don't really have a problem with this if it is single player based um, I mean it doesn't impact me so okay and I mean I've, I kind of feel for the other side because it's like yo like more and more I'm losing time to play games nowadays so I'm not saying I need microtransactions because you know I could beat my 100 hour games in like fast but uh, you know maybe you know facts, somebody facts. that works really long mm-hmm. you know needs needs a little boost or a little help to get through a part he'll pay for it i mean okay nah man come on yeah, as a regular shit. no as a you regular consumer me. who does not get good nigga <laughs> no cuz like there could no, be you know we're in a different bracket fam like there, like, there could be you know there's right? gamers out there that have you know a long like like flock like there's there's people out there that work like a very long time it's and, not you know, about working have some pride bitch there was there was multiple some people don't care about that there was multiple sex there was times where like i didn't know what direction to go to when i was playing shadow of the Tomb Raider, and then I, I said several times, "Chat, do not help me. Let me figure it out." And That's two minutes you, later, though. I figured out. Have some That's pride, you. bro. Have some You're pride. You're a hardcore gamer, though. I'm talking about like a casual. Did y'all play hardcore games, nigga? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> casual <laughs> gamers can take. Go okay, let me rephrase this. Oh, let me rephrase this then. Would you rather have them make the game where not more accessible, but they made the game more dumbed down and simple from like a design standpoint so that more of these casual people can play through the games faster? Or would you rather make it where the games stay hardcore, but they just make an optional microtransaction for people who can't take it to get through to help grind, beat the grind or whatever it is? Now, do you, I think everyone will take the second option easy. But the second thing that I will state is there is a double side coin to this, which is, and I swear, TBH, you disagreed with me last time, but I'm still sticking with it, and it's been proven through the uh, the news, is if they do what they did with Shadow of War, which I will stand by to the day oh I die, God. that shit was fucking grindy as fuck, my nigga. That shit was... I microtransactions made that shit... Oh, no, because you said... I, I, I could be wrong, but I remember a while back, you told me it wasn't that bad. That shit, I stopped but playing I the said- game... I to said, this day, I have not beaten it because of that it's shit. It's the way that, that I played that it wasn't that bad for me. I never spent any of my money throughout the game because, to be honest, I didn't know it was there. I didn't know what the fuck it was for. And then towards the end of the game, it started getting real grindy, and I was like, oh, I could afford a lot yeah, of these loot boxes. I stacked my money. But no, I agree with you. It was grindy. I guess I just got the luck of the draw because and I never spent anything. And then they removed it a year later and was like, all right, we're just going to remove the grind part. And it was like, wow. Fucking See, if it's real? not like if it's not like Shadow Award, then I guess like I'll take then that to the lesser of the evil. But I'd rather yeah. not have it. Period. Yeah, there there are different levels to it. Like Shadow Award, the way that they did it that was shit. that was absolutely insane. Like that was shit. But I mean, I agree with you on the part that like it doesn't affect me if it's single player only. It doesn't affect me. Again, I just don't like the principle of the matter that that all of these companies are and developers and publishers are feeling that 
they're like getting too comfortable with it. It, it like it just rubs you the wrong way to see okay. it because you know yeah. there's gonna be a season pass too. Like it's just like come on, bro. Oh, there's definitely gonna be a season. It's Capcom. <laughs> Capcom is <laughs> gonna milk this game for all these, the these guys got on this DLC. What are you talking Especially about? Especially because they see people excited, like ooh, let's cut some more content off the disc. I've seen I've seen Discord employees like yo, this is the only thing I'm fucking playing. I'm like I'm like all right. I mean, I'm hyped this shit for the game too, I, I, and I'm not saying that like. Uh, I, I I want this shit. Like, if they could not have it in the game, oh yeah, bet I take that nine and you know every single time. Period. But like, if we gotta have it, it's like, oh man, at least make it where it doesn't affect us and it doesn't turn the game to become like some grind fest. Because if I swear to God, if I feel any point where I'm like I gotta grind for something and Devil May Cry, oh nah, bro, nah, that's a major L. So I I, I would agree with you on that part, Ethos. Uh, don't, it don't matter, but I'm going to get slandered in the comments. Listen, anyway. I, <laughs> I, think, uh, I just shouldn't have been helpful today. I think uh, we can end this conversation by all agreeing that Bayonet is better. All right. Um, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's fuck it, go. You ain't going to say something that wild without some evidence, my uh, guy. What, what, why do you think it's better? I think it, I think it flows better. The camera's better. The boss fights are better. How and many it's double guys have you played? I played one, two, three. I didn't play four, and then I played the new one with the uh, black-haired one. So I played all of them except for four. So you think it's fair that we should maybe wait till five comes out and then make that comparison? All right, when five comes out and when Bayonetta three hey, comes out, we'll which compare. Video? Yeah, which we'll video? Right, which is better? But right yeah, now, I personally like Bayonetta more than Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry is still great, though. Speaking of people doing shitty shit, can we talk about uh, our favorite uh, company Who? finding always a way to take two steps forward and five steps back? It's about what? Nintendo. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about EA. I was like, I left that off the notes because I'm tired no. of talking about them. I'm, I'm done talking about EA. Fuck EA. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> what did Nintendo for? They turn on the... Uh, <laughs> you saw the memes I started retweeting, right? They turn yeah. on their online service. Yeah. And it's like just a bunch of... Um, the uh <laughs> the features and stuff that you get with it like how horrible like the horrible press like you can't use cloud saves if you if you stop subscribing the i noticed on my timeline i think it finally it. hit people like yo we gotta pay for this shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the last bastion of yeah, no i saw a on. lot of complaints like there's oh, no new features no. in it like no shit yeah. that's why we're no mad shit. about it <laughs> yeah and they're like you can't even play the on um, the multiplayer for the old uh what is it uh the old super nintendo games is actually uh it's kind of like just one dimensional it's not even cool um, the cloud saving doesn't even work the moment you stop. Like they, they literally l- delete your save the moment you stop paying. That's um, why. Yeah, well, you and can't then, resubscribe and get it back. They just the I, day you stop no, they got to save up space. They got to clear they, the space out. They cut that shit. It's gone. Oh, hell you know, you guys, so if you don't, let's say you've been using cloud save and you don't quickly put it to your local save before you do it. Like say you just forget, it's gone. So you might as well just get a big ass memory card. Fuck them. That's why I was like, I don't need it. So, uh, but it don't matter because we know we we all saying this shit, but we gonna buy it when Smash comes out. So, uh, uh the the, uh, <laughs> the, plight, the plight of a consumer, the plight of a consumer. <laughs> like, like damn Nintendo, you got me. Yeah, I mean, I gotta play Smash online. Damn it. This so, is what it is, man. And, and oh, and then imagine you playing online, right? Tbh, and you gotta deal with laggy Pikachu. Oh my goodness! <laughs> lag period. It, be, it better run smoothly. I, I will say uh, the the online did run smoothly when I played um Pokin on the Switch, and I played it off Wi Fi, and it ran it ran smoothly. But that's only two people on a on a small arena. We'll see how it works for Smash. Um, but yeah, that's all I got on my podcast notes. Uh, anything else anybody want to add before we wrap this one up? I think we good. All right, four. Okay. You are the guest, man. You got the floor. What's your closing statement for Game and Illuminati episode seventy four? Go. Uh, I wasn't prepared for this, but you know, um, 
yeah, just keep gaming, I guess. You know, stay woke. Big facts, big facts. Ethos, what is your closing statement for today's show? Go. Uh, put in the comment section a percentage of how much you think I contributed to this podcast. I'm trying to balance <laughs> it out more so I could be more or less based off of your guys' feedback. I take your feedback to heart, guys. I really do. So, uh, you know, you don't have to get mad at me in the comment section. You can just tweet me. I appreciate your feedback. Thank you. Mm, all right, all right. And uh, Jay, what's your closing statement for today's episode? Go. Yeah, uh, you know, we got to handle business around here, but I'm about to take my head back to sleep. I am tired. Oh, okay. Definitely. Ever since you hit thirty, you've been napping more, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm man. Old <laughs> now, man. I'm part of the old Grumpy crew. Gates. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> um, and my closing statement for today's episode is: while we were uh going over like the show, I was like looking at articles on the site, and I noticed because we have our um social medias there, it displays how many followers we have. I just noticed that we had sixty thousand followers on the YouTube channel. So shout out to everybody supporting. Ooh, uh, we can finally I give a shout out to Tuki. Hey. So who you say Tuki? Yo, two people. Oh, what? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you, you a crip nigga? What the fuck? <laughs> You're, uh, 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 um, I want to give uh, two shout outs. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to Chaos. Chaos been killing it. I don't know if you've been checking out the GI website, but uh, Deadass, Chaos been on his shit. He's been low key. Uh, he be uh, GI staff now, so he's put it in work. Uh, low key, he's posting articles that I don't even see on other sites, like before I see it on GI. So, uh, and I've actually found out a lot of cool stuff through his articles, so I want to give a shout out to him. Nice. Uh, and also a behind the scenes person I might be a little biased but I want to give a shout out to Jojo I've seen this boy consistently bless his heart every day the editor of GI editing articles checking spelling grammar all this type of stuff the quality you might have known has gone up because of this man and not a lot of people know it but it's because of him and I just I come home from any, work specific, and I just uh, like, any specific any uh, specific staff members <laughs> he, he, he's correcting not, any grammar I'm not gonna slander anybody here. I'm trying to be some positivity but any I will L say articles is, maybe I will say is I, I come home some days and, and Jojo gives me this look and he's just like just massaging his temples reading some of these <laughs> these work in progress articles and I I, I, I just want to give both of them a shout out because they've been putting in work so uh yeah basically what he's trying to say is we're trying and we're growing uh, shout out to the, yeah. the 60,000 that we hit uh, road to 100,000 continues uh, hopefully you guys will continue to support us and uh, you can do that by taking the show on the road you guys like that uh, little little segue I did right there yeah, uh, you yeah, can take the cool. uh, show on the road uh, GI podcast <laughs> is available on iTunes SoundCloud Stitcher Radio Google Play Store Spotify all that shit man uh, just search Game what of the what other podcasts do we have uh, you got the sports podcast, Triple Threat, and then we got the music spot podcast, The Enlightened Gamers. Triple Threat is available on Anchor at it's anchor.fm slash uh, Triple Threat. Triple Threat Sports Podcast. There you go. And then what's the uh, what's the link for the uh, for the music? Sounds anchor.fm slash Enlightened Sounds. Yeah. So if you guys, I know you guys like to hear us talk more about music. Him and uh, JG and uh, Flock, they talk, <laughs> they do album reviews and all that stuff on that podcast. You guys should check that out. And then I got my personal podcast, Okage Thoughts. That's anchor.fm slash The Black Okage. Since we're just throwing links all out there, um, <laughs> <laughs> and also download our app iOS, Android, Game and Illuminati. Search it. I'm tired of talking. All right. This has been the Game and Illuminati episode 74. We appreciate you guys coming through. But we got shit to do. Bye.